happy Saturday, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Little Bit Unirma Podcast. How is everybody doing? I hope everybody is well. Today we're going to navigate different topics as well as explore different ideas and psychological principles as well as finding a little bit of humor for the day. A <laughs> little bit. <laughs> But first, I want to start off by saying thank you so much for all the feedback. If you want to give your feedback, and if you want to be a guest on the show, I would absolutely welcome that. You want to definitely have a range and have all my favorite artists come on the show. So with that being said, you can in fact email me. Here's my wonderful emails as follows. Okay, one second. I gotta find my own email. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this makes me laugh. Hold on. You ever have emails? I not. I kid you not. I have different emails, you know? And um, I streamlined it though. So here we go. Let me find it. Anyway, before I get into that, I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody who's been supporting my podcast. You know who you are. Thank you for showing your love and listening in and gaining new perspectives from from somebody that has different types of, you know, insights. And it's nice to have different insights. You don't want to just be thinking about one thing and not having any other kind of insights. Am I right or am I right? Oh, just kidding no but for real though like I don't know it's nice to be like-minded but I'm not trying to exist just to be like I want to just be able to speak my mind and be myself so with that being said we're gonna have fun segments today and I wanted to definitely discuss certain things that are going on today um I want to give a shout out to people that are proactively advocating rights such as human rights and women's rights and when we think about those two terms and those two concepts and those two movements and those two areas what a lot of things come to mind for different people and I just feel it's important to increase awareness for issues in society and areas in society because you know when you think about all the different areas all the different facets of society all the different you know regions demographics such as our country such as the world I think it's important to be able to really really have a conversation about what's going on you know and not just like the joys but rather the realities of it and I think that's why I've always appreciated psychology and stand-up comedy and any element of comedy whether it be sketch or whether it be stand-up from a place of being able to you know have that premise and have that set up and have that punch and have that go because I love to laugh and it's hard sometimes to be able to laugh when you know when something's not funny but then I guess there's a I think there's a balance I think there's a balance between you know finding the truth and then finding the funny finding the value finding what makes the healing of laughter shine through but again I reiterate as I mentioned in a previous episode that there is a distinction between laughing at someone and laughing with someone so who just be all right cool so um, let's go ahead and navigate 
and let's go ahead and talk about it. So I want to definitely give a lot of shout outs throughout my podcast because I want to give love to all the world. I first want to give, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to my mailman. Lance and I have an awesome mailman. Shall we tell them? I lost, I lost, I, I'll take this one. I lost my mail, mailbox key and there has been some comfort in seeing my mailman because we have these conversations where we update each other and he's always asking me like questions pertaining to how's, you know, how's this, how's that? And he cares, you know, and um, I, I respect all the mailmen in the world and I think that all the mailmen that I've ever met have been kind and what's interesting is Lance's birthday is absolutely the same birthday as my uncle's birthday back in my hometown and my grandma my grandma Nanay Singh I call her Nanay Singh that's been my nickname for her since I was a baby her actual name is Rizalina, and they call her Rusing, and I call her Nanai Singh. And every time I would see her, I'd be like, Nanai Singh! And she'd be like, yeah, let's sing. So I always want to give love to her. I think it's important to give love to the heavens above. Don't you agree? Yeah. So I actually want a prelude by saying that I have a specific segment So it's going to be pertaining to football. (laughs) We have a game tomorrow. We're playing the Titans, Tennessee Titans. I'm rooting for my Seahawks. I have about, mm, I would say 12, (laughs) 12 jerseys of my Seahawks. I try to switch it up each game. So um, I definitely want to, uh, you know, Represent. What time is my game tomorrow, you think? The okay, what time is your game? Oh, okay. Well, then good. We'll both be able to watch both of our games. I I cannot, like, I can't hang when, you know, like, when we can't both get into the games. Because I find myself watching one screen and then another screen. So it's nice when we have our games at different times. I know it's better that way. I agree. So I'm going to give the floor to Lance in a little bit. But before I do all that, I just want to say that I really want and wish and hope the Seahawks have an amazing season. I really hope that we take it to the Super Bowl again like we did in years 2014 and 2015. I would love to win another Super Bowl. And, you know, it's nice to kind of like dream about that because I did in fact go to the Super Bowl. And I did in fact root for my Seahawks that year that we played the Broncos. I was the only Seahawks fan and it was a sea of orange and I was rooting for my Seahawks. No doubt, no shame, no, not holding back because I absolutely loved that I was watching that. And if y'all can remember, who were the acts and who were who was the halftime show? Okay, here we go. It was Bruno Mars and what I got you got to give it to your mama. Was also Red Hot Chili Peppers. What is your favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers song? Mine would have to be, mine would have to be Give It Away. I love that song. What I got, you gotta give to your mama. What I got, you gotta give to you. Do a little dancing, drink a little water. And then I also love Under the Bridge and I love Can't Stop. That was actually utilized in one of my 
one of my scenes and footages of little bit little bit styles so for my little bit collection available on olympiaculture.com a wonderful amazing collaboration i absolutely adore and love olympia culture so going back i i love red hot chili peppers what's your favorite red hot chili pepper song what is it give it away you like it can't stop. can't stop. I know why you like that. And Californication. Oh yes. Lance and I both. We both. Lance is a Northern Cali boy, and I'm a Southern Cali lady. So Southern Cali lady and a Northern Cali guy. He was born and raised in NoCal or NorCal. Which do you think people prefer more to say, NorCal or NoCal? <laughs> Nor. I know, right? Because it's North. Have you ever heard NoCal? Because, you know, it's supposed to rhyme with SoCal. <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, Cal, no, Cal. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm excited. Who are you Who are you playing tomorrow? We are playing the Eagles. You're playing the Eagles? Yes. So when I think of Eagles, I think twofold. I think of the team, but I also think of the musical artist. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, Best of My Love is my favorite song. Which song did, wait, hold up. Klitschko came out to which song? I know. Oh, okay, got it. All right. Hotel California. I know, right? So, speaking of California. I can agree with you. The Klitschko brothers, they absolutely love coming to, they love coming to Vegas. In fact, um, when I was helping out a client at a bakery shop, they had this big poster of the brothers. And I was like, oh, do you? And then he was like, yeah, the brothers come here all the time. And the Klitschko brothers. And here's what I love about the Klitschko brothers. I love the fact that they're both. Okay, first of all, let's, let's get to the surface and then let's go to the deep aspects. I love that they're both really strong and they're very humble and they're very poised and elegant in their in their way and then I love that they're both very educated and they're both you know highly educated they're both doctors that's what's I mean not only do they have this amazing accomplishment and military so everything you name it they did it I mean there's nothing that they can't Olympic everything yeah I mean but I think that um what I really appreciated, I mean, yeah, you said it. So I love that all these boxers that are my favorite, such as Manny Pacquiao and Klitschko, I think that they're very much like they, they like to do outreach. They like to take care of other people and you feel that from them. And I just love their intros. I ain't gonna front. Like when when um, Pac-Man came out, I knew every time, I, I feel like every time I've seen Pac-Man live, he always goes up to Survivor. He always does. And I always predict and call it because, you know, he definitely goes up and I feel like there's some you know, um, consistency there, because not only does he do that, but he always, he always has that, you know, hype element, but he always shows love to God, 
he always prays before his his boxing rounds and to him I feel like it's not just about boxing but it's about giving love to the boxing fans and the boxing world and he has so much love and respect and he's been part of how many divisions eight total I know so so yeah so Oh wow. Exactly. So they're both blood brothers too. You know, they got the same they got the same bloodline, right? <laughs> it's cute though cuz can you imagine if you were their parents growing up? Be like, "Hey boys, don't fight." KO in home. I know their their last names are in fact KO. So, you know, I don't now, here's the thing. I don't... Okay, I was talking to my friend about this. Do you believe in coincidences? Or do you believe that things are just meant to like flow and they just happen and it's meant to be that way and that's just the timeline and just go with it and just own it? Like, what do you believe? What's your thought process? Because I just... I, I don't know. I think that it goes beyond coincidences, but rather it's the transcendence. So... I'm fully a firm believer of things flowing in the direction and I want to give a shout out to my homie, um, my childhood buddy, his name is Mar. I call him Mar, that's my nickname for him. He's been my buddy since I was a school kid, you know, since I was a, a little girl in elementary school and we've been friends since way back in the day. We used to play and we kept in touch throughout the years and we'd always talk about be like water, you know. and. In fact, we went to Bruce Lee's gravesite a couple times. Honey, do you remember going to Bruce Lee's gravesite when I took you there? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Bruce Lee's gravesite, I used to go there so many different times. And here's an interesting factoid. So Bruce Lee's gravesite is actually 11 minutes away from Kurt Cobain's home. And I took you there too, huh? Right? I did. And... Word? They made it. Yes, they respected it. Yeah, and you know, you can't exactly go in the property area, but there is a shrine area that's dedicated to him. And I always think it's spiritual whenever I go there. Whenever I visit my hometown, I always go to that place and I go to my grandparents' gravesite, and that's over by my old school when I went to kindergarten. And so I think um, I remember they were talking about they didn't want to bury Kurt there because they already had enough traffic as it was for the Bruce Lee Brandon Lee gravesite. So it's very beautiful and very peaceful to go there. In fact, the fact that they're both, you know, there in Washington, that's so spiritual and that's so meaningful. And I mean, it's it's amazing when you see and read it and. I just absolutely adore it and I love it. I love I love the historical, the the substantial, the meaningful, beautiful, you know, the everything about it. It's amazing. And so it is. No, there's so much respect for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I'd love to go back. Yeah. We're going to delve into something deeper today. I wanted to share some psychological psychological topics today. So as we do that, just know that we're all about trying to navigate and explore topics. So 
you don't have to necessarily agree or disagree. It's more about just listening to perspective. And, you know, perspectives can evolve throughout time, as we know. But um, mostly, I want to also give love to anybody that has a specific dream that is taking its time and taking its course. Because we talked about, what do you think about coincidences, Lance? I don't know. You don't know? I think sometimes it's so but my 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 thing is is do you think my question for you is do you think that coincidences are coincidences or do you think it's all meant to be and it flows i believe it's all meant to be i think yeah just like you can't you can't coincidences are coincidences but yeah believe what i believe then you feel like you know all the um information in the universe, past, present, future is all already out there. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then there is no coincidence because it's all there before. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think that as humans we have the ability to alter that? I, I, that's where I kind of would, would hope so. Just right. Because it's like, uh, like modify our fate, so, if you will. Yeah, that's the only thing. Like, <laughs> you want to hope that Right. You don't want to hope that everything happens for a reason in some instances because right. bad things happen. It's like, why did I yeah. deserve that? Right. So here's the thing. When people talk about good things or bad things and you think about a person and you think about a human experience, you ever wonder why people kind of associate? So, example. Okay, here we go. So, like, when you think of a person, right? So, you think, oh, everybody loves that person, right? But then you think about people that not everybody loves but then you beg to wonder well what did that person do you know like why but then it's like a collection and a collectiveness right a collective uh but if they were really living out their truth right and if they were really living out what their reality was then who are we to judge if we're all human on this planet am i right for real I know, like me, I, right, word, like, your mama's always gonna love, you know, like, everybody's mama's always gonna, well, I would hope so, right, everybody's daddy and everybody's mama's supposed to, you know, (laughs) hopefully, yeah, but, uh, I, uh, I really want to emphasize that I want to give love to all the, and a shout out to all the girl dads out there. Because I grew up with a really loving dad, and I'm very grateful because my dad, he's, yeah, he is awesome. He's a real, he's a real, the real deal. And I think that is precisely why I always have that as my standard when it comes to men. And, you know, because my dad taught me how to, you know, how to be treated by a man, you know, and how to be loved by a man and how to be, how to be, you know, able to connect and you know, he, I'm a, I think, what do you think? You think I'm a mama's girl or a daddy's girl? I'd probably say you're... Both? Well, both. Okay. Yeah. But on... Growing mm-hmm. up, you and your mom had a lot of fun. Yeah. You guys would go to new kids on the block. Oh my God, that's accurate. We went, mom, oh my God, I have to, <laughs> you just made me have an emotion. However many years later, as adults, we all go back. I know. So that's accurate. So what Lance is talking about is when I was a kid, 
I'm not joking, and I kid you not, back in the 80s, New Kids on the Block was my, well, next to New Edition, and next to, you know, all the other groups. I even loved Perfect Gentleman. Shout out to Perfect Gentleman. I actually went there to see them. I saw all of them live, but when I was a kid, I loved New Kids, and my mom would take me to all the concerts. In fact, they came to Washington quite a bit, but different parts of Washington, such as, of course, Seattle. They performed live there. I remember they performed at Puyallup, which is outside of Seattle, okay, so it's, it's driving distance, and so Puyallup, Tacoma Dome, and I do specifically remember, back in the day, I had this cute sleeping bag, of course it was Minnie Mouse, out, you know, but when I went to, I think it was called the warehouse. Do you remember the warehouse? It was like a tape store. It's like similar to that of what it was similar to Tower Records. Tower Records was yeah, my uh, jam. We had something called Rasputin. That was like a CD mm. all kinds of different you know, tapes and all that. Right. So Amoeba Music is something that I used like I love going to music stores. I for me I love going to places where I can actually buy the music and touch it. I like to touch I talked about sense of smell. Well, I like to touch, you know, and feel it. So therefore, I would like to touch the actual CD. So my friends and I and my mom, she would check on us and make sure we stayed the night. Because we wanted to get good seats for the new kids on the block. So we stayed the night, you know, and we did that overnight. And you know, it's not warm in Washington, so it was cold. And my mom would check on us and, you know, she, I, I'm pretty sure that she also stayed close by in proximity to make sure but we we did that as a way to you know i guess it would be the equivalent to you know holiday shopping and how people stay overnight the night before but 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 if you love if you love something someone that much you're willing you are down for whatever you know you are down for that so i really loved that and i love new kids and I mean, I still do. In fact, I think he has a concert, babe, with Debbie Gibson. <laughs> I'm not oh, bull. No, it was just Joey. Joey and, and Debbie. Yes, Joey's Joey, Joey's my favorite, and I love that my husband's secure about that because, um, you know, I mean, what can I say? I was I was Guinerma McIntyre my whole childhood. I would write that on my notebook. I would I would kind of, you know, put that in my notebook. Yes, Minnie, Joey McIntyre. Please Don't Go Girl was my favorite New Kids on the Block song. And I'm pretty sure, do you think it was a crush or do you think I was like in love with him? It's both when you're that age. I mean. Oh, infatuation, but also in loveness. Yeah. Okay. Because... You like that in loveness? <laughs> because I was just so enamored with his singing and his, you know, I, I still love him though, but I don't love him like I love you. You know? Oh, I'm not worried about it. Okay, cool. So... Yeah, I'm allowed to have, like, so there's Joey, and then who's the other one? Jordan. No, I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about elsewhere. Who else? Uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Before I met my husband, I'm not going to deny I had a crush on Russell. I mean, who didn't? But you don't mind that one either, right? I don't mind. Okay, cool. I don't get the, uh, get the appeal. Why? I don't know. I don't oh, know. wow. Okay. I okay. respect him. You know what I mean? I hate him as a player because he's so good, and that's all respect. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't hate him players just for, yeah. like, because I don't like him. Like, no, he's that good. He's amazing. Right. So you give him respect. Best quarterbacks I've ever seen play. Yeah, but, I hate but, him. but, okay, oh, yes. 
I'm talking about features and looks. I'm like, really? Yeah. Okay, I. You know what? You know what? Where you got me is this, because I'm not gonna deny world. Jimmy Garoppolo's good looking. <laughs> that guy is. I mean, I'm not gonna deny. I thought Tom Brady was cute. Everybody did, but yeah. Jimmy's, no, no, but Jimmy's cute. handsome. But I. I just beg to wonder though, like, but he's that playboy cute where, yeah, you know, so he knows he's cute and like, yeah, am I allowed to have a crush on Jimmy? Absolutely, I got okay. a crush on Jimmy. <laughs> you have a crush on Jimmy? <laughs> Is that <laughs> Men are allowed to have, so it's kind of, what is that called, bromance? Oh, okay. It's the legit yeah. one. Yeah, I think Jimmy's very handsome, and but if I if I if I were to pick my favorite, I would pick. Well, I think I just loved Russell because he took us to a place that no one else did. Like Bosworth, I liked him too, but I I'd never had a crush on Bosworth. I just oh, liked that. No, 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 no. But I meant like with Russ. Like I just thought like when he came up and came out, like I just was like, who is this? And then I was like, yeah, uh huh. And then. You know, but then it slow, it waned. It, it it took its course because then I met my husband, and then of course I was I just became into you because you know you had my full attention. But I think that I do respect his. I just respect his overall being, you know, and um, oh, I love. Person, yeah, 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 I think so. Why, as a person, I don't. Yeah. Him. No, he's, he's a, a really great person, guy, so. and I can respect his. I can respect what he puts out there, and I. I just know that um, he, you know, and Seattle, the day he retires is gonna be like the saddest day. In I don't even want to think about it. Let's not even talk oh, about but that. He's gonna be like Brady. Watch. He's he will be. He's gonna play until his fifties. This guy. He's mm-hmm. never missed a season. No, he's. Thank he's God. No. 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 No serious injuries. The dude's a tank. He's like. Yeah. Yeah, that's another reason too. Respect. Yeah. Like, so. I do want to ask you though, because October 3rd is when you and I play each other for when the you know, Niners play the Seahawks. Yep, game four, it's going to be rough. So, where do we play anyway? I think that one is in, it's in uh, Santa Clara. Oh, okay. So because we're on the road right now. Mm, on the road again? That's right. I just can't wait to get on the road again. Ours is two on the road, two at home. Mm. So I think you guys would be at our place. Definitely. Okay, fair enough. So, we are going to do a recap of last week's game, because I think it's important to talk about that, but we're also going to do some predictions of what we feel and things going to happen. But first and foremost, I want to ask you, what do you think about Trey Lance, besides the fact that you like his name? Ah! He's the future. He's definitely the future, but I, I don't I don't agree with how we're playing him right now. I think he should sit behind Jimmy and let Jimmy go out there and play and when Jimmy's winning, he's winning, so let him win. I, I don't like how our coach plays the two of them, switching them out. It's not clever or anything. And Yeah. And there's no point. If your team is winning with the quarterback you're playing with, and stick with that guy. Yes. He could sit behind and learn, you know. And that's a, But Trey Lance is definitely, he's, I can't wait to see him when he takes over the reins. He's going to be a, a problem. He's a beast, right? For the NFL, it's, it's going to be good. I think for me, I think I know, as a wife, I know I'm going to get you a jersey. That's yeah, that's my name. <laughs> Only I don't like wearing jerseys. It says somebody else's name, but for that Word. one, that one works. Like, Word, nah, right? This is, my this is my jersey. Yeah, I that's, wish they had a name. name. I wish they had a name for me. 
I go to Disneyland and I come home with Minnie Mouse ears that say your name here. <laughs> no one feels my pain. Every... Someday we'll make one. It's cool. No, it's fine to personalize it, but you just can't find it, you know, in the first row where it's available. Like everybody. Exactly. Yeah, but it's cool. It, like, you know, just it's cool because, you know, in other ways, it's like it's it's a very unique thing, you know. I think that names are interesting. Do you know, here's another funny, interesting coincidence. So in my lifetime, I've graduated from my Montessori school over by my grandma's. And then I graduated from the school by Roxbury Lane. It's a holy family. There was, I remember there was a bowling alley. And um, I graduated from from Kennedy High School in Burien, Washington, and I graduated from Seattle U in Seattle, in the Seattle area over by Broadway, and then I went to California School, and I graduated from California School of Professional Psychology, and shout out to Grand Canyon University, GCU. So, all of the schools that I went to, I remember we all had mascots, okay? So, if my memory serves me correctly, I believe that Grand Canyon has like a lopes, like a, a purple is our color. And CSPP wasn't so much like, I know that we had different themes and such, but I do remember in high school, we had a Lancer as a mascot, an actual Lancer. So to That's me, no, I know, so it's like Lance R. So how is it not a coincidence that I end up at a, all of the that I end up marrying a guy named Lance R. <laughs> what are the odds? Oh, that's a Vegas bet right there. That's a most coincidental. Like I don't even know. Look, I'll be uh, not gonna hold you. Not gonna. I did not know when I was a kid. Like I knew and I felt. I was like, I know I'm gonna end up with the right guy because I know my parents have the real deal and they're still married and they're they've been married almost 60 years. 60 years that's not six years but rather six oh plus years almost like they've been together since back in the day you know way back in the day and since the 60s since i was ever born like they've been solid together you know elvis and priscilla like that like well my father can sing just like elvis and my mom's beautiful as can be and i mean she but the point i make is that They've been together so long, but I always beg to wonder like which type of guy I would end up with, you know, as far as a husband. Cause I mean, I dated interesting, you know, people in my life, men that were like, they were all, they were all different. And I was like, who am I gonna, and I ended up with Lance R, which is my Lancer. <laughs> I guess you gotta, who said it best? They were like, I mean, you know, you experience things in life and then you end up with the real deal. So I, I'm glad how my life turned out. But we're gonna recap and then we're gonna move it forward with, 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 with present information pertaining to what's going on in the world. So let's go ahead and recap and then move it forward. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're gonna take a quick pause and then recap and come back. Much love from Little Bit, you know, love podcast of the wings. In my head, in my 
heart. Okay. Your voice makes me feel as though I'm having a glass of wine. Oh my God, thank you. I'm receiving thus far. And I'm getting a lot of them, so I'll try to get to yours. If I don't get to yours now, I'll get to yours later, I promise. I pinky promise. Here's the feedback. Okay. You know how to hang tough. <laughs> That's funny. I love that. Um, I like the way you handle yourself. Okay. Um, thank you. Sometimes I listen to your podcast because I'm waiting for you to say my name, realizing that maybe she doesn't know me. <laughs> the things people say are so hilarious and it's like cute and sometimes people say things to be funny and sometimes they don't mean but it's just cute because it's like you know I you know say my name say my name no one is around you say baby I love you okay so okay more I have a lot in my hand I I handwrite everything and okay see I'm kind I'm I'm old-fashioned old-school and very interesting ways and I will definitely share what that means um, to the world and to me and so one of the things that I do is I write everything from cursive and then I write everything from my own handwriting and I've invented four fonts <laughs> thank you so much for the love and the feedback and all of the nice wonderful reception that you guys have been distributing and saying and sending and showing much love to all of you guys i wanted to give love to the world i've been noticing a lot of beautiful kindness so i want to say keep that up and i have a special treat for y'all here at the little bit Unirma podcast we like to celebrate a lot of wonderful beautiful spirits and today we have a special special wonderful sports edition it will be brought to you by ltr it's going to be the little bit of special guests and here we have the sports edition brought to you by the one and only lance ltr ladies and gentlemen lance okay everybody i'm gonna get into the sports side of this we had a big week. It was the first week of the NFL, and it was a lot of fun. Um, the NFC West dominated. All four teams getting wins. My wife, of course, is a Seahawk fan, and I'm a 49ers fan, so it was good to see both of our teams win. Yeah. However, I'll start with my team first and give my breakdown. 49ers came into the game. Had the quarterback. We had a few key players back that we were missing last year and going up against a team that was thought to be, you know, not that great in rebuilding, which was true. And for the whole whole game, for the most part, it, it was definitely that way. We were up 38-10 at halftime. We were up 41-17 to in the fourth quarter. But this is football, and you can never let your foot off the uh, gas in this game. And 
The Niners sort of did that. Two costly mistakes by two of our best players on the team put the Lions in a chance to actually come back and tie. Luckily, we held on for the win. Definitely got some more work to do, but otherwise it was a great game. Our passing game was there. Our run game was there for the offense. Defense needs a little work. We lost one of our best players on defense, which is going to be a tough one to replace, but it's football. You got to go. You got to keep going forward and just make it happen. Make it work. The Seattle Seahawks, of course, Russell Wilson doing what Russell Wilson does best and winning. He looked amazing, though. He hooked up with Tyler Lockett for two touchdown passes. The run game was working great. Their new offensive coordinator is, uh, I think, someone that definitely him and Russell started the season right now just from the game I saw with a lot of chemistry. I mean, the game plan worked. Russell liked what he um, was getting, and he took full advantage. It was a great day for uh, both of our teams, so we both got to leave happy, which was nice. Of course, we had the, um, the Rams also won their game. The Cardinals won their game. And both in impressive fashion. Basically, all of the NFC West teams won in impressive fashion. We just the 49ers kind of let it go at the end, but held on. But it was a great, uh, it was a great start for the um, football season. So yesterday, after sharing all of the awesome, wonderful updates. I started seeing a flood of posts pertaining to Norm. And so I myself took the day to reflect upon it. And it was definitely out of the norm as he left his physical body and his you know, he lived his life and he's going, he's going to go to heaven in the afterlife. So I wanted to explore my thoughts today, so bear with as I do that, okay? I was thinking about the close to death, near death experiences And I was thinking about the fact that he didn't tell anyone he was dying. And I thought about the people in life where we're all surprised about the fact that they were actually dying and suffering and no one had any idea because they never made it public or made it known and they never announced it. So oftentimes when we think of announcements, there's so many types of announcements, right? Um, But how does anyone come to that where they're coming to grips to then announce it? So it also made me reflect and think about when people are actually dying and suffering and they don't tell you. And I beg to wonder the thought process, so I want to explore that because sometimes we just never know and we don't have the answer. But I think that if if there's a timeline on Earth where we know our timeline and we know we're closer to that timeline towards death, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're here, but we're going to get somewhere, I promise you. So I was thinking about how Norm Norm's passing was very surprising to a lot of us myself included because I had no idea and I was watching his 
various works from his early works and his recent works and his conversations pertaining to God and his conversations pertaining to his faith. And I was listening to all the interviews he did and the one with Courtney Thorne and um, Chairman of the Wolf Board. But yeah, I, I personally... I feel uh, when someone doesn't say out loud that they're dying and they're near death, I beg to wonder, you know, I respect the decision. I respect that wholeheartedly because that's how they want to proceed and that's their choice. But I do know that I'm confident that the people that were closest to him, he did in fact confide. So what I wanted to say is that How would you feel if someone were to tell you that they have something and they have help treatment, but it's going to be a journey? How would you feel? How? Would you feel as though you would walk with them? You would keep faith with them? You would pray with them? You would support them? You would love them unconditionally? You would be there for them? You would not judge them? You would be there? How would you feel? You know, those are the questions that I would ask and that I would beg to wonder because the times I've had, I have had close to death experiences. There's a few that I'm able to talk about and then there's a few where I'm, I only my closest family knows, closest family and friends and that's less than five. And so the ones that the ones that I do remember vividly I remember them all vividly but the ones that I remember vividly where I was close to that was when I was in high school it was my senior year in high school and I remember I went to Hawaii that was awesome And I remember I went to, of course, Cali. And then I went to my hometown where I was in high school and I was hanging out with my friend. And I, at the time, I wasn't feeling well, you know. And I remember being in her living room and I was like... You know, I, I don't feel too good. And then finally I went home and I just wanted to get better. But I had this like wheezing cough, you know? And I remember I was like, this, don't, this does not sound right, you know? It doesn't. So I went to the hospital and sure enough, I was hospitalized where they wanted to definitely get me better and I wanted to get better. And I remember being in the hospital and it was, there's hospitals in America where it's, it has a spiritual base to it. And what I do remember is when I was like in that hospital, I was treated where I was connected to a machine and I would watch TV and I would write. And then at the time we had pagers, we didn't have cell phones. So I'd get 
interesting, cute pages from people telling me that they love me and get better and I miss you and I love you. And um, I remember it was really sweet because my high school, for my class, everyone was like sending me their love and I still remember this big old card and sets of balloons and teddy bears that came to my room in the hospital and it was really endearing because in the card everyone was like love you I miss you so much come back we miss you that type of vibe and then my poli sci teacher stood out and he's like you do realize that we <laughs> of course I graduated from my high school and college and my masters and my da- all of that but It was just hilarious when he said that because I was reading everybody's comments and love. And he did that as a way because he knew that he liked to make me laugh. And it was obviously one of those where he just was like, you do really. And then he was like, just kidding, get better. (laughs) It was so funny, though, because, yeah. But um, I guess you could say where I feel connected is I feel out of the norm a lot. And it's not like I was wanting to be, but I just didn't feel connected to certain things more than I felt connected to things that were out of the norm because I kind of looked at not just the norm, but rather in psychology, there's a terminology. It's called outlier and spelling of that is O-U-T-L-I-E-R. Again, that's O-U-T-L-I-E-R. So, by definition, that is something that's, it's part of it, it's part of the system, but it's rather detached. So, it's differentiation is something that's, you know, out there. So, I just remember in high school, um, a lot of changes happened for me where I went to different um, different functions and everything, but I definitely felt like that experience, I almost, they told me that my lungs were so, I, I just, it's hard for me to talk about sometimes because I'm like blown away, but then again, I'm like, no, I made it far and I did it and I was able to really overcome that, but it was so scary to look at the x-rays, you know, and I don't know. I just think that when those things happen, it's like a, you know, notification alert, way to wake up call. But I was willing and I wanted to get better and I got better and I fully recovered, thank God. But I never forgot that experience because moving forward, I realized like if I ever feel something, I want to always treat it right away. So at an early age, since I was a kid, and especially in that age, I just always wanted to voice what was not feeling right. So when I went to the hospital, I was glad I did that because I was able to recover and get fully treated. I do remember the nuns coming to visit me. They did what's called the anointing of the sick. The sacraments in my fundamental faith that I grew up with 
there's baptism, there's the first communion, and then there's confession. Oh my God, it's been so long since, you know, that confession, and then confirmate. I didn't get confirmed until later in life when I went to Seattle University and I got confirmed at the chapel. And um, I, I always kept that with me. And I definitely retained that. And I did a lot of campus outreach and campus ministry overseas. We went to Belize, Central America with the campus ministry where we connected with all the communities in Belize. And I remember we were in this truck and we didn't have seatbelts on, but we were all on this truck. But the truck said Belize is for the Belizeans. <laughs> and here's a bunch of Americans on the truck because, you know, the guy was so awesome and nice and wanted to you know, give all of us students a ride. So, Belize for the Belizeans. You know, I wish I had the picture to it, but that was a memorable trip in itself. And what's really cool and funny is that my roommate, um, I had three, I I remember we had like different um, assignments and one of my roommates, I still remember the bond that we have. And I remember um, one of my trip colleagues, that I went to this spiritual campus trip um, overseas to Belize. I saw her at, and she saw me at, and we saw each other at. We went to, I, I did Hawaiian tropics a bunch of times. The pageant where you get in bikini heels and, you know, it, it's fun. <laughs> And I was even Miss Hennessy. <laughs> and all these competitions and pageant, they'd be in places such as Hermosa and Beverly Hills. And all my friends came to support. I remember Shantae was there. I think my friend, gosh, you know, I really want to remember this moment. But I really feel like my friend got to be a judge. And when he did, he was like, thanks, Derms. <laughs> You do know that our buddy Dan is gonna be a judge. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That was such a fun night. But yeah, it was it was awesome and it was in um it was dope. Yeah. I uh that was in one of the Beverly Hills. It was really dope. But anyway, uh I'm really glad that with my near death and the other one is I was younger, younger than 18. I was 18 at the time when I was hospitalized for walking pneumonia where I almost died because my lungs were just, it was just my breathing, everything. So the other time was I, I literally, you know, one of those, it could have been a ridiculous scene, but it was ridiculous, but this, it, it was one of those where I almost got hit, and you know, that's scary, because that's why I don't like to, you know, when you're a pedestrian, it's like, oh. but I was walking, because I was, I was coming from school, and I remember I wanted to take, um, I took a really, our bus system's really cool, and this was before I got my license, uh, back in back in my hometown where, like, there was a, 
there was a bus line and I remember I almost got hit and that was really scary but I'm thankful everything's okay there too so I think that based on what I've just described I think that explains a lot of why I'm so careful with today's pandemic because I have already been there I'm I'm you know I've already had that experience that that trauma of like being scared and not you know and then it was really it was equal parts cool and trippy to see a bunch of nuns walk in um and then do the rosary with me and pray with me and then I passed out because they kept again I was connected to a machine and I remember I would just push a button but um I I took my life very seriously and my purpose very seriously and my my intentions very seriously but I also knew and respected my humanity and being human so that's that's particularly the reason why I've just been extra careful because I want to live to be a hundred I don't want to live to have any risk factors and I've already had the experience and I know what it feels like to not breathe because I was in the hospital for that condition of not being able to breathe with my lungs so um they were filled with water and I had this weird sort of wheezing noise I'll never forget that noise my friend was like I hope that you're gonna you know and I was like I hope so too but that taught me a lot and I'm really glad that I'm healthy and happy and alive so again I want to emphasize the importance of being present when someone tells you something that is life-changing that requires treatment or requires further help and needs support so if a friend comes to you and says hey this is what's happening I would say that friend loves you and you love that friend and you need to respect them and what they're going through and you need to really be aware that the friend needs you and even if you don't know how to be there for your friend just yes pray absolutely but also be there emotionally mentally spiritually because you just never know what thoughts are in that person's head you know like example I was I was one you know I I I felt heartbroken whenever I hear of people that have experiences where they don't share with the world before they go so it made me think about that because I do have that experience in my life where someone didn't tell me and I respected it but it was one of those where I dealt with the loss in a way where it was like okay well I respect their decision because it was one of those quick things and again we don't know when we're gonna go and I've had traumatic experiences in my life where someone just abruptly passed and it was tragic because you know you would have never and I do feel and even in their obituary it was called by God that was part of the obituary and um, I I'm 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 able to talk about it to this day and on this day and 
in this moment because I was able to reflect on all the experiences, but I felt like that passing was just so abrupt, like any day, you know, and that was another thing, and I just want to be able to talk about this because it is part of life. Death is part of life, and Dr. Bauer, my psychology professor when I was in college, he taught this course pertaining to death and dying, and we read different books, such as Tuesdays with Maury, and we talked about our experiences with death, our experiences with that type of experience and the loss of it and the trauma of it and I have so much respect for Dr. Bauer because when I was in college you know I've, I've loved psychology since I was a kid and I've always been you know very much at ease with with that type of field I absolutely adore and love it you know I think people kind of can feel and know when they have something that's part of them and then they go in with it and they go with the flow and as Bruce Lee would say, it's going with the flow, it's it's flowing like water, it's being like water and one of my good friends that I'm still very much good friends with, Mar and I, we even, you know, we talk about Bruce Lee a lot together since way back in the day because we absolutely appreciate you know, I, I appreciate level-headedness. I appreciate, you know, people who take the time to level things out and work things out. That That's really awesome. And so um, I am fully aware of that. And I think that that particular course, that journey, that background helped serve a purpose because... I do remember the conversations and the lessons and the experiences and the con and the dialogue that we had regarding that and that's what helped equip me was psychology and not only did Dr. Bauer do this whole you know this whole course pertaining to death and dying and I remember the book and then you know we absolutely explored the stages of grief and Elizabeth Gilbert Ross's stages of grief and I think the fundamental core of it all I really loved I knew I was gonna in my heart be a psychologist and an empath and a healer and a therapist and you know an artist that illustrates and that artist that communicates and that artist that shares so I just felt like I was somebody that I was connected to something bigger than me and greater than me that I couldn't explain but people could feel it too so I want to just really give gratitude to God for all the people that God has blessed me on my journey because it's definitely led me to greater destinations and greater moments that I to this day can still reflect on and think wow that was definitely a God moment so a lot of times people ask me they're like well what do you feel now so what I feel now is as follows I feel connected to God still God is my go-to and sometimes I don't want to share it because I feel like when you do, people kind of, you're an easy target and easy prey for people to ridicule or, you know, question you or gaslight 
and you know make you beg to wonder and I don't that's why I just want to be about it as opposed to talk about it but I feel like it helps to share out loud so I do believe God is real just as love is just as the earth is just as the sun is but I also feel like the allowance for like whenever something wasn't happening that was flowing or you know when I I was always trustworthy like trusting in God's plan but I definitely would talk about it and I'd have my conversations with God like well what why what happened here and what but then I stopped just kind of asking why but rather okay so this is what it is now what so I went through recent experiences and processed everything and as I went through it I realized that it was all up to me like that's why I didn't want to share it with anybody just yet like I didn't because if I did then what what could really anyone do except just kind of watch me observe me and see me or you know support me but then again I I was just like well at this space and place I'm just gonna love myself and I'm just gonna follow my heart and you know I'm grateful that you want to be there but you don't know what someone's really going through unless you walk a mile in their shoes and that's the truth and you don't know unless you walk a mile in my shoes so how would you know unless you really knew so that's why I just respect everyone's journey and respect everyone's path respect everyone's process and respect everyone's you know how they proceed with their feet you know with their two feet so and their heart so um with my own heart and with my own with my own walking shoes and my heels and my boots and everything I definitely feel like I'm on a journey I'm closer than I ever been and I keep pushing so rather than like making or judging or having some kind of external just know that I know what I'm doing you know and I don't like to feel I respect people and I respect things so much where I like things to flow naturally but I don't like it when I'm not a fan of like when people tell others how to think I don't want that to be the case I'd rather these are my thoughts I respect yours these are my thoughts I respect yours what are your thoughts respect your thoughts respect my thoughts so just because we don't agree and even before the internet I actually was really fine with you know when differences happened I was okay with that because I definitely felt different my whole life so this whole thing about being on you know like it's good to be on the same page it's good to be in agreement but there's not always going to be a case where people see eye to eye and they're the same you know I mean I I don't agree with everything but things that I do agree yes I do but the things I don't I just discuss it so this past year and a half of being in a pandemic I've really pushed through and I've really pulled through and pulled it together and pushed together and 
I did have trigger points of that. Of like, oh my gosh, is this point, you know. I was so, I was absolutely, I was absolutely terrified. By the same token, I was actually trying to just live and be brave. And all I knew is avoid people, wear my mask. Just for now, avoid people, wear my mask. And I was like, well, is if this is our new life, you know, and then I, I myself, I've been fully vaccinated. So I never, I did everything I was supposed to do, you know, but, um, I don't want to die. I want to live and I don't want anybody to ever feel like they don't have an opportunity to say that they're struggling and going through it. I support all that. So I want to get to a place where I'm able to share my experience and what I've been able to get through and go through and be able to get to the other side. So I want to share that as well. And I'm really, you know, I'm, I myself feel like shocked and saddened by by his death and I don't want anyone to feel that that feeling of like well because really if that was his timeline if that was his his journey his walk he knew he fulfilled his life you know he made the world laugh he made the world cry he made the world happy he was himself. I wish I would have known about what was happening with him, but that was his decision to not want to share it. Same with, with Chadwick and same with my experience with my friend who I didn't know. I respect it. That's one's decision. Would I have liked to know him beforehand? Of course, but then here's the thing. Sometimes I feel like, like I always appreciate what I have. I don't need to lose something in order to appreciate it. I don't. And I feel like with people, like I feel like time just keeps going where people don't realize. Like, and you know, I do get phone calls and I do get emails where people are like, you know, thanks for being in my life. And I remember 12 years ago when you did this and that. And that's really touching to me because I think it's awesome when people take that time to reflect and say, you were really there for me and thank you. And they might not realize it, but I would rather people realize it while I'm alive than when I'm dead. I just wanted to say that out loud because, I mean, that was really traumatic what we all went through. And it's still something that we are going through. We're not exactly out of the woods yet, but it makes a difference when people care, you know, and for me, I had this experience where I didn't, like, I grew up to, you know, be confident and all, but there were times, like, I didn't want to be a burden, you know, and um, when I was a kid, we learned a lot about spirituality, but also, well, I learned about spirituality as an adult, but when I was a kid, we learned a lot about the religious and the commandments and all of that, and I remember the walk with Jesus, and as he went um, towards his final days on earth, he he was 
bearing the cross and then people would wipe his face and you know his mom was there and Mary Magdalene was there and um, he fulfilled his purpose you know and I would often think about Jesus and I would often think about Mother Teresa and how you know they I was thinking about how they treated him and how how Mother Teresa also was somebody that would do a lot of outreach and then I was thinking about the you know the importance of self-love yes but also compassionate love because people need compassion in the world so these are my thoughts and I just wanted to share them out loud in my thought process and I want to definitely you know continue to keep this as a sanctuary as a place to share thoughts so thank you for listening um I will definitely continue to share this I'm gonna go ahead and take a quick pause time for a potty break (laughs) all right I'll see you guys in a bit thank you thanks for listening to little bit you know of the wings Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Little Bit Unirma Podcast. We enjoyed having you, and we appreciate you for tuning in. Tune in for our next episode. It'll be coming very soon. If you want to send an email and want to be a guest on our show or any type of information or feedback, please feel free to do so at littlebitunirmapodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's podcast at gmail.com. I'll go ahead and break that down because in case you don't know how to spell my name, but I'll go ahead and clarify that. Little bit, L-I-L-B-I-T, Unirma, Y-E-N, as in Nancy, E-R-M as in mom, A, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. We want to give a shout out to Lumpia Culture. Please go to lumpiaculture.com. You'll find a fabulous, wonderful set of little bit collections on that page. The history and the story behind it all. We also want to give a shout out to the new exhibit that will be in Las Vegas. We want to give a shout out to Amy. Woo! Go, Amy! We want to give a shout out to Colleen. You're amazing. You're charmingly Irish, absolutely. We also want to give a shout out to Kurt. Much love to you. Thank you also for representing. You're representing not just San Diego, but also Florida. Woo! We also want to give a shout out to J7, Lucky7. That's what's up. Much love to you, and I hope that your team makes it to the Super Bowl. Well, that'd be fun if we played each other, right? But we also want to give a shout out to you because you're awesome and you always represent. It's Big L. If rap was a thing, he'd be MVP. The most valuable poet on the MIC. Yeah, that's what. Oh, I, as I would say, if rap was. Oh, if. if <laughs> Wait, hold up. If, if comedy was a thing, she'd be M- MVP. The most valuable comic on the MIC. We want to give a shout out to. We want to give a shout out to Lindsay. Much love. We miss you. We can't wait to see you in December. And we want to give a shout out to the world. 
Mabuhay. Kamusta ka na? Kamusta ka na? Miss na miss kita. Kamusta na mga Pilipinos? I love all of you guys. I love the Philippines. I can't wait to go back. I miss all the islands. Which island is your favorite? Mine would have to be off the top, off the cuff. I would have to say Boracay. I love Boracay. I love it. You've got the white sand. You've got the the school of fish swimming with you and your feet. And it's so clear. It looks like you just have water from the sink when you go to Boracay. And then I love, love, love the food. And I love um, Manila. I love every area of the Philippines. And I can't wait to go back. And I want to give a shout out to everyone in the world. And I hope that everyone is being safe. And everyone's taking good care. And spreading joy and kindness. Spread joy and kindness. Not Corona. And we're not talking about the beer either. So I want to give a shout out to the whole world. I hope everybody stays safe. And just keeps... You know, spreading laughter and love and light and healing good vibes because that's exactly what the world needs. So if there's one thing that I want to do and do right is share love, share kindness, share wisdom, share happiness, share joyfulness, share light, share my light. So I want to give a shout out to the world and much love and God bless to the heavens above, to planet Earth. I hope that everybody's doing wonderful and god bless dreams come true thanks for tuning in to little bit you know of the wings podcast Woo! much love and god bless good night